0: you're listening to the sauropod and i'm Shrishma and i'm katherine sherlock
1: and i'm justin Zeppa,
0: and this is the snooze. snooze
1: this is the snooze sauropod news and now here's the latest from yesterday
2: Reporting to you live from a bunch of apartments slash kitchen slash lounges, sofas uh, from somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic. This is Sauropod News. We now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zephyr.
1: Thank you, Catherine Sherlock. You are way across town. That's not true. You're down the block. But we are. It's true. <laughs> we are re- re- recording live on recording from various locations. It's the first time using technology that we are snoozing it tonight. Uh, what's up, Sherlock? How are you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm good. Thank
1: you. Great. Wonderful. Yes, Wonderful. surviving. Yeah, exactly. You are. You are there. We are quarantined, you know, a gentle, soft quarantine where you can go do your essentials, but mostly just keep away. Right? That's kind of the the deal that we have going on here. And we are yeah. also, yeah, we're also joined by, of course, Shrisma Nayak. Shrisma, what's up? What's up, snooze crew? It's been a while. It's I've been met you guys. It's been uh, a long time. It's, it's taken a long time. A, a long time to put this together. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Sorry,
1: is everything okay?
0: Me? Is that what your you heart beeping there? Your heart monitor? I'm um, cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cooking chili. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> ooh. Catherine's this got chili on the stove.
0: At its best. <laughs>
1: <class>. <laughs> not Sherlock. Not every woman can. Not every person even can run a podcast and also cook chili on the stove. You it's almost
2: talent. done. It's almost done. I need to just try it, man.
1: It's <laughs> the very definition of having it all, as far as I'm concerned. yeah. Um, loves <laughs> oh. it. Uh, so, yeah, using the power of technology and apparently every cable and wire we have in my house. I can't even describe to you the nest. I'm ensconced. I can't leave this seat here. I'm going from the the living room this evening in my special chair, my big boy chair, and I'm surrounded by all these cables, and I can't move because I'm going to knock something over. And all of this equipment, as we all know, is priceless. So, we don't want that to happen. Meanwhile, Shrishma... As you know, like we've all been adapting to this life away from, you know, the social scene and the the workplace and everything. And you found some interesting ways to adapt your life to your new home based lifestyle. What what have you been up to over there? I
0: have. You know what? I must say, um, it's brought a lot of perspective <laughs> to me <laughs> in that um, for the most part, I must say my life hasn't changed that much because um, you know, staying at home and chilling has become like, you know, one of the keys, key ways, uh, key things that I do to entertain myself. You're a stone
1: cold chiller, no doubt about right, it. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of given me more opportunity to do so, uh, continue these chilling ways. Um, but, but the problem is now I have to work at home at the same time. Um, yeah, that's Uh, a problem. (laughs) That is a problem. Oh my gosh. So now I have to balance the, the chill with the work, um, very intricately. And um, I think the first week was pretty
1: disastrous. <laughs> oh no. <But laughs> you think you brought the company backwards yeah. actually?
0: <laughs> I mean the first week was pretty, like the producti- productivity was pretty low. Cause uh, I may have chilled, like the, the balance was much way over at the chill level.
1: So all of your um, timelines were at a really chill pace. Like, guys, yeah, like,
0: like we'll sometime see, in, how- in
1: the next six months, let's get this together. Let's get move right? this from yellow to green, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of napping going on. A lot of napping. <laughs> in bet-
1: You've got that in budgeted between, into your timelines and, right? and spreadsheets and, and all whatnot. all these things. Yeah, your pivot um, tables. <laughs> you <gotta> and then,
2: <laughs> and then uh, but you kind of have to sit, sit with it, don't you? And just let it kind of stew yeah. and think about and a lot of awesome thinking things about things.
1: On. I yeah. love this pace yeah, of yeah, life, yeah. though. I love I right. love that pace, though. Maybe the, Do you feel like how's the quality of the work <laughs> is the real question?
0: well okay so the quality okay so after week one week two went heavy on the work side because you have to make up for the one week of chilling that you yeah oh
1: that sucks i'm sorry to so hear so
0: then then it swang the other way or swung the other way
1: this is when you were working night and day like there were yeah. no boundaries <laughs> boundaries were so, blurring
0: and then and then i even moved the bed to the living room I uh, told this you is what i wanted this. to
1: get to explain your can, for the folks at home what have you done what did you do?
0: So <laughs> after week one, I had this bright idea that, you know, why, why that extra two or one and a half minute walk from my room to the, uh, the table <laughs> in the
1: taxi <laughs> room. And you're out for maximum efficiency at this point, right? Yeah. You got to run a tight <laughs> And mind ship. you,
0: for, for those at home, I live in a, in a studio apartment. It's a one bedroom studio. Um, mm-hmm. Yet, somehow, I convinced myself that this one-minute walk was too much for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I dragged the, the bed or the mattress into the living room. So, now, the table and the mattress were within three walking steps of each other. Great. Um, and then, that's where I achieved uh, no break of work. I was constantly just working. Um, you
1: were waking up, checking your inbox...
0: Yeah, all of that. Dozing
1: off. Um,
0: there was a point where I took my laptop to the bed, so I didn't even make it to the table for a oh. couple of days.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's that's good to know that you that you've designated the table as like I'm at work now. This is my right, hot, right. my little hot desk here.
0: Hot desk,
1: and yeah. uh, so okay, that's good. So you're not you're not now, just bedridden. You're
0: not no no
1: okay because no.
0: so now now we've evolved, we've grown. Oh
1: okay.
0: <laughs> uh, good, separation has been maintained. Um, I take that one minute walk every morning to the table.
1: <laughs> the one minute, the whole minute. <laughs> wow! But the bed is um, still in the living room, but no, right? no,
0: no, no. Now that no, no, so the bed moved back to the bedroom. Oh, and good I, for I, you! I called, I called quits. I was like, "This is this is not happening." Like- this this little uh, experiment worked. Uh, it was amazing. But let's be a grown-up about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's a smart call. I think that was a good call. So
0: now I think I've established um, a good uh, living room-bedroom balance along <laughs> where what? time is spent equally among the two.
1: <laughs> okay. And what was happening with the former bedroom when the bed was in the living room? Did, was it full walk-in closet at that point or was oh, it, it just was a place?
0: Oh, it was a full walk-in closet but the only clothes i was wearing were like pajamas
1: okay so you're not even going over there like it's just like a, yeah. a lost room you could have yeah. sublet that room if you needed to
0: i could have it became like a mini dance studio for a while where you know <laughs> okay some <sighs> nice some in mm-hmm. the dark Uh, You know, ragers were happening
1: (laughs) Well, because this is a thing that we're all Dealing with is, uh, avoiding uh, Growing roots into whatever Furniture we we rest our asses On, right? Like, (laughs) you you gotta get Out and about, so, Catherine I know you're taking walks all over the place I see the photos on the social Uh media, the gorgeous Uh, where have you placed Your bed at this point in your life? Is it A bathtub or kitchen area? Like, where, where have you, where do you fall asleep? Or are you, have you kept things Compartmentalized?
2: Everything is compartmentalized. Okay. Everything is as it was.
1: I would, all right. I would expect nothing less from you. Um, how, how have you been spending your time, though, Catherine? What's your, uh, wh- what's your work from home situ- situation? How are you balancing it all?
2: Well, I kind of do a bit of work uh, and then get really bored. Uh, and then I have to go and do something around the house. So actually, I'm getting a lot of chores done. Things that, you know, I can't be bothered to do during the day or uh, in the evening or whatever, normally, Mm -hmm. or at the weekend. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind of – it's been okay. I would say, yeah, it's been hard adapting to the productivity. But I don't know whether that's actually just psychological because there is nothing – to distract me from sitting in front of the computer, whereas normally I have lots of conversations.
1: Sure. And so. Usually
2: about work, but right. I wouldn't necessarily get like uh, things done. So I think probably getting stuff done is the same Pro- productivity. It just I, it feels lower because. It's just a bit, there, there's no distraction. There's no one I can talk to. There's okay. nobody sitting next to me.
1: Right, right.
2: You know, there's, there's no uh, random conversations. Um, are,
1: are you finding that those are uh, moving into the world of Skype or whatever? Like, are you getting more bubbles pop up at the bottom of your screen or more phone calls? Yeah, or? Uh,
2: I think that's the other thing. Yeah. Um, if you're having like a, an instant messenger uh, conversation, that just takes so long to achieve that conversation.
1: Yeah, sure. You
2: know, I, I, I've literally been typing for an hour and it's just, <sighs> I should, we should have just picked up the bloody phone, you know, we yeah. should have
0: just talked. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're all, we're all like uh, discovering all the functionalities of Skype and Teams right. and you right. know, teams, yeah,
1: all this technology, zoom, and um, all this, yeah. Do you, uh, so let me ask you, we've been doing this for a few weeks now. I mean, for at this house, we've been doing this for almost a month straight, uh, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how are you feeling? Like, do you want to go back? I can't <laughs> imagine wanting to go back at this point. It's like I'm, I'm waking up. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm wearing, you know, uh, sweatpants if I want to, or no pants if I want to, because I'm working from home, right? Uh, why would I ever want to go back to this place where people are distracting me and uh, there's all this uh, drama? I know you guys are laden with work drama, and uh, I mean, can you conceive of yourself going back to a normal life, or has this pestilence changed everything?
2: Uh, I am yeah, desperate to go back. You know, oh, okay. I mean, all right. just... I, I'm really not, uh, in some ways it's nice, but I uh, I, I realized the thing that like, brought work alive for me was the people and talking yeah. to people and solving, wow. helping to solve problems.
0: Yeah. It's the friends and I we make along the way.
2: enough of that come my way. If I'm literally yeah. just sitting there having to create another fucking spreadsheet
1: about
0: <laughs>
2: something that's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really not feeling. Yeah. Um, whereas normally I'm kind of someone people come to with problems and be like, yeah. help me with this. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't, I'm
0: just not getting that.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. You need a little, uh, teamwork is what you need. Yeah. In your life. Yeah.
0: yeah. I All think, right. um, slowly we've learned the value of like, human connection but also like how much we take our coworkers or our workplace for granted like we spend so much time bitching and moaning about having to go to work mm. um, but I think three weeks or nearly four weeks now away from that place um, I can't wait to go back but I don't know. If, <laughs> if you guys hear me complaining about coming to work, just, just say, remember, Shishma, we, we couldn't go for like a month and a half.
1: I'm going to set Too a timer much. on how long it takes before <laughs> how long the bloom takes. is off the rose.
0: Exactly. But I do want to say one thing. There is one person that I miss the most, uh, in this whole time. And that's chef Ingo of Alvotech.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> at your local cafeteria. You missed the dude, get, you miss I, fish yeah, Tuesdays or dude. whatever.
0: That, that is I'm, an effort. Oh my yeah. God. I'm like feeding myself every day. Yeah. Massive effort.
2: Oof.
1: yeah okay
2: but i i'm discovering my my cooking skills again yeah, they're, they're coming way true. back honestly i've had some restaurant quality lunches <laughs> that i've put <cooked> myself <laughs>
1: really okay
2: oh well, my god yeah
1: so so what yeah, are you what I'm are you doing like, you you're getting some brioche some uh what?
2: oh shit i don't know what i did there. <laughs> 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 so yeah i'm getting all the cookbooks out right yeah kitchen. All oh, all right. <laughs> oh yeah Made some absolutely delicious things out of that. Uh, Made a risotto. Lovely. Uh, Chili tonight. Yeah. Yeah. How's the chili,
1: by the way? Next question. How's the chili? How's it look?
2: It needs to it needs to cook down a little more, and then once once it's got rid of a little liquid, I'll then do the final okay. addition of like spices and salt and so on. What's your Excellent. what's
1: what's your secret ingredient ingredient aside from you know a dash of love, of course? But like, do you do a little brown sugar in there or something like that? Like, what do you do?
2: To I give it a kick? will probably put a little sugar in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh, some green chilies that my brother grew. In Tulse Hill in London. Delightful. Uh, wow. My, <laughs> my mom and dad bought over last September when they came, and I just chopped up and put them in the freezer. So they're a really, really good flavor.
1: Time to get um, into that. Time to get into the, the, the storage, right? Time to break into all the supplies that you've accrued over the years yeah, and take exactly. advantage. The,
2: I, ha- I have all of these things, and I yeah. have not been using them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will. I, th- I would say cumin. Cumin is something that mm. you possibly wouldn't think to put into a chili, but that's—it's always good.
1: Okay, cumin, Okay. folks at home, write it down. Cumin. Would you recommend that for any dish, or just mostly chilies? That kind of thing.
2: I always put it in chili.
1: Okay, but. great. Um sorry to really hammer you with the chilly questions, but uh, the people need to know. I mean, this is <laughs> What
0: have you been doing, Justin?
1: Man, I've been watching a lot of television. Uh yeah. I've been working on some projects. Let's yeah. you know, make no mistake. I keep busy. I got lots of projects. Right. I'm a man of many projects. Not yeah. the ones that make money uh to help me support <laughs> a lifestyle. Okay. They
0: feed your passion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my passion's fat right now. I've been I've been dining out on it. Uh but yeah I've been I've been watching getting caught up on a lot of television. I've made a list here if you want to hear of things that I've been checking out.
0: Yeah, um, I think we should go into we should go into what's been what's been on your TV, what's yeah. been on the rotation.
1: So, I divided mine into two categories, one for television and one for movies, right?
0: Okay. So,
1: we'll do movies stri- straight away, right? So, obviously right after this really started to you know hit the fan uh, they put out the new Star Wars movie, right? So Rise of Skywalker, checked it out again, you know, great.
0: For the hundredth time.
1: Yeah. And it's, I, I love it. It's great. Uh, Birds of Prey. I'm halfway through. Anybody see this yet?
0: Uh-uh, no, nope. But I heard it's fantastic.
1: I don't know about that yet. I'm not okay. quite there yet. I don't know if I like this character. I'm not sure. I'm not sold on it. Like, Suicide Squad was not for me. Didn't care for it. But I like her. Like, she's in a lot of good things and is is excellent in them. And I like... I love Batman. There's no Batman in these movies. uh, Mm. Give me some more Batman is what I'd like to see. Um, But I'm going to stick with it because it's all right. Uh, I watched Onward last night. The... Uh I think it's a Pixar jobber of the two brothers oh, who go okay. on a road trip in search of magic along with the bottom half of their long dead father. That sounds interesting. It's interesting, yeah. alright. It was, it was all right, yeah. So... The, long, the short of it is they their their dad died a long time ago. They find some magic, and they bring back half of him. And they need to bring back the other half, but they need to go find uh, some magical fucking gem or something like that to do it. And so that's what they go do. And meanwhile, they've just got dad's trousers walking around behind them. It's bizarre. But uh, check that's it out. That's interesting. Yeah, it's all right. Okay,
0: um, is this on your Disney Plus
1: this was not. This was a uh, service. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was from some some place on the internet. Um, okay. You know, someplace uh, legally obtained, of course. Um, let's talk television shows. Uh, Tiger yes. King. Is anybody doing Tiger King? No? no.
2: I saw the first episode last night.
1: Okay, and how are you feeling about it?
2: I'm not sure I can ever see
0: any more of it.
1: Okay. <laughs> It's challenging for many reasons.
0: I watched the first five minutes and stopped. Like, okay. Okay. I wow. <laughs> I think you. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like I don't know if I want to watch a whole series about this
1: shit. Well, you didn't you didn't watch All <laughs> no. of Love is Blind either, did you? You didn't watch All of Love huh? Is Blind Did you watch All of Love Is Blind? No. You just skipped around there. You missed so much drama.
0: I, I watched the first episode and I skipped to the reunion. <laughs>
1: Best way to do it. Only way to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I wish I had. <laughs>
1: um, I've been checking out What We Do in the Shadows. I don't know if you're familiar with this.
2: I've heard about this. The, the series or the film?
1: The series. I've seen the film.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I've seen the series. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. It's got the guy
1: it. who plays Toast, right? The
2: mm. Yeah, yeah, Toast of London. Toast
1: of London, right, that guy. Uh, I've been enjoying uh, what's
2: that. What's his name? Matt, is it Matt? Uh, I'm not sure, but he is
0: excellent. Yeah. Which what 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 platform is this on?
1: It's it's again. This is on. Um, uh, find it find it someplace and get it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I would I would recommend. I, th- I think it's pretty fun. I've also been. I've never checked out Curb Your Enthusiasm. Been mm-hmm. trying out some of that. Not sure if it will stick, but I'm mean, enjoying it. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, if you like the Seinfeld, it's basically just a Costanza show maybe a little bit more mean-spirited somehow, but okay. it's alright. It's alright. Yeah. Um, Dr. Girlfriend and I have been running through just like the last six months, basically most of the Thursday night NBC lineup, so yeah. we, we've watched in its entirety 30 Rock. Uh, we just finished all nine seasons of The Office, uh, which... Jesus. Yeah, which, I mean, I've what? seen them, but <laughs> why not watch them again, right? Uh, and it's alright, you know. Wait.
0: So, do you guys like The Office here in this? What's our general consensus on The Office?
1: Well, it depends. I mean, like the UK. Are office, we
0: talking the original or?
1: The original is brilliant, ah. right? The original stands stands apart as a as an important part of comedy, the history of comedy. And Which
2: it, I can't. Physically watch because so I awkward. just can't be. I just yeah. have to leave the room because oh, it
1: just kills me. Yeah, yes. Um, and the, the US one found its feet eventually and was quite good for the first like five seasons. And then they just decided to keep going for another four seasons. And that might have yeah. been the mistake. And they're, they're still okay, but the first five are, are pretty solid. Okay. Um, yeah. So have you watched it? I'm not it? a
0: big fan. I'm not a big fan.
1: You might want to I'm not going to push it too hard. It's The Office. Like you're you're into it or not, I guess. I
0: feel like you either like it or you don't. And I'm definitely in the, I don't know if I like that
1: show. What turns you off?
0: Honestly, I just feel like had they made The Office like in today's times, it would have been very inappropriate. I just feel very uncomfortable with some of the scenarios. And maybe it's the comedy that I don't get or I don't appreciate. Mm. But I appreciate a lot of comedy. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I think... Yeah. I don't think it's beyond <laughs> it, 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 you. <laughs> it,
2: it always gets me. It, I always just find it unbelievably awkward.
0: And yeah. 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 What about but Pop- I love Steve Carell. Like, I'm a big, like, Steve mm. Carell fan. He
1: becomes quite endearing um, on that show. He does... Maybe uh,
0: that's what it is. Um,
1: just need to
0: give it some time or something.
1: Maybe. Maybe, like, you start... I don't know, like halfway through season two, because the first six episodes, the first season, uh, not so great, but then they kind of do start doing their own thing and it gets better, I think.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
1: Devs. Have you heard of devs?
0: I, I saw that one. I'm waiting for the whole thing to come out.
1: It's good. So if you saw Ex Machina, the movie, or Annihilation with Natalie Portman- uh, the, the guy, okay, the yeah, guy, yeah, both
2: of those, okay, yeah.
1: yeah. So the guy who direct wrote and directed those wrote and directed mm. this show, and mm. it's a real thrill ride, a technological thriller. So I would recommend Ooh. so far, yeah. And beyond that, mm. oh, Westworld! Finally getting Doctor Girlfriend into Westworld. We just finished season one. Um, th- you know, watching it the second time, knowing the twist, was interesting. For, yeah. the, for that first season anyway of, you know, the man in black, right? Like his true, identity, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. um, but Trishman, I know you just ran through all the series, right? So you're caught yeah, up so to that
0: was, Yeah. So that was one of my, uh, what I've been watching is, uh, Westworld. Um, and I remember I watched season one, uh, when it first came out and I remember being like, I do not have the brain energy to deal with this shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It asks a lot. It does
0: um and so then i never like when i heard like at that time when i heard season two came out i was like i can't um because that would involve me watching season one again and i didn't have that energy at the
1: time oh you couldn't just pick it up again you to, you, mm. Oh, okay yeah
0: i had to watch you know because i mean I, i'm sure i could have but i just you know it's one of those I, I have to catch up like completely i can't just get bits and pieces
1: i understand so are you watching um, season three right now as it comes so out? now,
0: no. So, like, I watched the first episode of season three,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I was sufficiently confused. Um, <laughs> and so...
1: <laughs> Perfect. Just so what they now, want.
0: So now, yeah, right. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for all of it to come out um, and binge um, all of season three together. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm totally... I, I really think this show can, like... It's going to be one of those... those like Game of Thrones level, I I think eventually, but it's just not there yet.
1: Um, Okay. Yeah. It's surprisingly violent going back to it. I was not, that's not, that wasn't my takeaway was the violence, but I'm just like, man, they're shooting everybody in the show. Yeah.
0: And it's like no mercy. Like it does. They don't care about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've forgotten uh, that i well, I didn't really care for the first half of the first season. But then when Maeve like, gets the tour of the facility and everything, yeah. that is, uh, uh, really picks up there. Yeah. Catherine, you with us? No? All right. No. Um, is it, are you intrigued at all? If, you, if both of us gave no. our thumbs up to Westworld, would you check it out?
2: Uh, maybe.
1: Have you seen the movie with Yul Brynner? Yes. You have. Okay. Is that creating a prejudice against the telly show? Uh, uh,
2: Does it tie up at all? I mean. No.
1: I mean, it's a, it's a similar uh, concept, but the TV show does it much better in my opinion. I mean, I love Yul Brynner as a robot cowboy, but Mm -hmm. they've (laughs) they've taken it several notches up. uh, Yeah. Okay. Um, And if you have any interest in the bicameral mind or, you know, what what is consciousness, these questions, you will find those issues addressed within. Mm. And if you like shots of lots of uh, boobs and dongs, you'll also find that because a lot of a lot of naked people just sitting around, sitting around, standing around. Yep.
2: Do you know, yeah. I think
1: he might have sold it. <laughs> okay. We should have started with have started there, <laughs> exactly. Angle of the dangle, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you'll see plenty. Plenty. <laughs> so, Excellent. Sh-
2: Some- something to look forward
1: to. Okay, sold. Um, HBO, you can send the checks to us, Iceland. Uh, you know, sore pod at Iceland. <laughs> uh, uh, Shrishma, what have you been watching over there? When you got going Um,
0: Outside of Westworld, um, I recently... Um, picked up American Horror series? American Horror Story.
1: Okay. I watched the first season of that, but nothing beyond. You watching all of it?
0: Uh uh, so I've now I'm on season three.
1: What's the theme? What's it called?
0: Um it's called American Horror Story Coven. And uh, this one's mm. based in um New Orleans. Um You know what? I must say they I'm not a big fan of like the horror genre as a whole. Mm. Um, I don't particularly enjoy it, um, but this one kind of caught my attention. There's very interesting storytelling. Let me just say that, okay. and uh, <laughs> this, this is a um, <laughs> the bitches are crazy.
1: The members of the think, coven.
0: Yeah, well, like the show in general. Like oh, yeah. um, uh, throughout the show, these late these ladies are. Um, interesting characters mm-hmm. and um but i think in ge- like i stopped watching i think it was too much horror for me so i think i have to take a break and then come back to okay,
1: it okay yeah sure um
0: because it was just too much <laughs> 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 and you're alone right now i'm alone at home so like the slightest like okay. bang here and there kind right of set- started setting me off
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um so i tried to do that one um, but I also did the other show on Netflix called altered carbon,
1: right? You've been talking about this, lay out the plot real quick for us. What? What's the- So
0: basically they like found a way to download consciousness onto this little chip. Um, so when people's body gets older, they just buy a new body. Uh, and transfer their consciousness to the new body.
1: So, there's some so, Westworld overlap there, a little bit. There's a... Yeah. Okay. I
0: mean, I think this whole, like, play with consciousness and how you...
1: Yeah, the C word. People, oh, I love it.
0: Right? Yeah, right? that's what it's all about. And uh, how people are seeing um, the future of consciousness, okay. I suppose. Yeah. Um, and how everyone has, like, really interesting theories on it. Um, but for the life of me, I'm not able to wrap my head around how we are able to, uh, code for or write code for human consciousness. Clearly that's not, that's beyond anything that I can comprehend. Um, and I feel like that's kind of like the science of the future. Um, and I might be the old generation that kind of turns up turns its nose up on those theories like
1: what if even when they what if they become fact i mean are you gonna be are you gonna drag your feet are you gonna let the robots take over
0: i'm gonna be that old lady that's like man fuck you and your robots i'll do it myself oh okay
1: (laughs) see i want the implants i want the cyborg implants because you got to keep up we're gonna be obsolete when they take over and i'm and again just for the record robots listening in the future I, I love you robots. I love artificial intelligence and your consciousness. And I'm glad that you're here. And I uh, just want to be a part of what you guys got Are going on. Are you
0: listening, Siri? <laughs> the, yeah,
1: is hearing all of this. Mark my words. Just
0: taking it all in. You and
1: boys. you're just going to, so so you're just going to go full cat lady. Get yourself a bunch of cats, lock it in. Go. I'm
0: going to go out to, you know, like a little lake or beach somewhere, build a little hut and uh,
1: <laughs> this is a great th- I like this idea for you but I have also seen you on your phone before and I think you like yeah. it I think you enjoy it. I do but if you know I do enjoy
0: it but like can you imagine if like my my phone said back like gave me an attitude because it has its own consciousness like fuck you like
1: <laughs> I, I will not be don't connecting talk, that call thank talk you back to me yeah right plug me like, in
0: <laughs> yeah no I'm okay,
1: okay. So you're concerned about the arguments, the the conflict. Right. Yeah,
0: I mean, if, if if the phone is gonna ha- it's gonna be a re- replica of me, we're gonna have a lot of problems because I'm known to have attitudes, and if I have to go, oh, up, go really? If I have to go up against <laughs> my own attitude, yeah, it's not to end well.
1: Not to mention the multiple personalities that may or may it's, not be in oh. play. <laughs> Which phone am I talking into today? You know,
0: I mean, that's a whole different. Story. Yeah, we're
1: going to dig into that at some point. I can't wait. I can't wait. Woman of mystery over here. Christmas night. Oh man, Sherlock. You got any television that you've been chowing down on? Uh, you're, or are really. you living like a healthy life of walks and making lovely Persian chilies? Like,
2: uh, kind of. I, the I rest guess it's like been. Bad. St- <laughs> I've been binging on like my DVD collection.
1: DVDs. Mm. Okay, cool. Mm. So, what are you? What are you? What are you watching? Oh Rex?
2: God! Anything? Anything from uh, the Saw movies?
1: Saw uh, the Saw movies.
2: Thor, Saw.
1: Oh, Thor, Thor movies.
2: Thor. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. not a Saw.
1: Yeah, I've seen a Saw movie, uh, and, it, and I regret it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've gone through the classics. Some of the classics. Uh, Funny Face and. Oh, um, uh, love it. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen the Quiet Man?
1: Um, John Wayne. Yeah, a long time ago. Um yeah. should probably put it back on the list. But
2: yeah, I did Cleopatra as well. I mean,
1: really? Oh, Liz yeah. Taylor. Yeah,
2: two, two discs worth. Oh my god.
1: Oh, yeah Oh shoot! I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched that whole thing. What? Uh, yeah, I don't How know. How long is it? Like three and a half hours, or three, anything.
0: four
2: hours. standard
0: Bollywood.
1: And it,
2: and it, it's worked, but, it yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but
2: it does the whole kind of like you have like the introduction and an intermission. Um,
1: yeah. This, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great. The, my equivalent would have been. We were growing up. We were not like a church going fan Like I, you know, was not raised with any type of religion or anything. But we would have Easter because obviously you get candy, right? You get a basket full of chocolates yeah. <laughs> and sweets and all that, and uh got to get in on that action. So you know, yes, I celebrate Easter in in the candy sense, but also right. around Easter time, of course, they would show on I don't know ABC or something like that. The entire Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston and Yul Brynner. Nice. Uh, and nice. Just, just sitting, you know, like, and usually there's a, an Easter dinner of some sort. So, like, the grown-ups are having their coffees and chatting about boring grown-up things. And we would be in the basement watching fucking Ten Commandments. And it's good. I like that movie. Yeah, it's I love right. it. You know, Pharaoh yeah. is pleased, but the God the gods are not, or God is not. Mm. Um, lamb's blood over the door, the whole thing, creeping death, right? Good mm-hmm. stuff. Or bad stuff. Speaking of such are the times in which we live, um, I'm thinking, have you guys ever heard of The Mask of the Red Death? It was a mm. Edgar Allan Poe no. short story, and it was later made into a film in the 60s by uh, Roger Corman, featuring one Mr. Vincent Price, if you're aware of him. Uh, Oh, yes. Okay. So he plays Prince Prospero, who is a sort of medieval lord, uh, and there is a pestilence sweeping across the land surrounding his castle called the Red Death, and it comes for you, and it's a a figure in a red cloak, and it's very chilling. You don't see his face, and it's uh, a nightmare. When I saw it as a kid, it was a real wide-awake nightmare. And I feel like, and then meanwhile, Prince Prospero and all of his lords and ladies are having a real, like, bacchanal, like a party inside the castle walls. But the Red Death, Death, he or it, uh, comes for everyone eventually. That's all I'll say about that. But I'm thinking of putting that back on the list. And I think I might, you know, if if ever there's a time for a rewatch, now would be the time, right?
0: I feel like, um, I just pulled this up. I feel like this would be a good Halloween costume.
1: The Red Death? It's creepy, right? Look at it. (laughs) All right, guys. It's time to uh, get into the actual snooze. There is snooze in the world, and we are going to cover it on the special plague edition of the Sauropod News. Catherine Sherlock, what is tonight's first topic?
2: File under snooze dossier type Horseman of the
1: apocalypse <laughs> Pestilence and otherwise oh, Pestilence It's always pestilence isn't it Dateline This is from January Late January of this year So you know a few months old right? That's proper snooze uh, Coming to us courtesy of ScienceAlert.com uh, byline here is Kristen Hauser of the Futurism department. Love it. I Love that department. Several ancient futurism. V- yeah, futurism.
2: Hey, isn't that an art movement anyway? It
1: is as well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean retrofuturism is where where my heart lies. You know. Hmm. Um. Several ancient viruses have been discovered in fifteen thousand year old glacial ice. So.
2: Ah yes.
1: Uh, do you recall this? That
2: old chestnut. Yeah. Yes. Right.
1: Okay. Great. So, in two thousand fifteen, a team two thousand fifteen. By the way, I mean that is now five years ago. Uh, that is well snoozy. Right, proper snoozy. A team of scientists from the United States and China traveled to Tibet to gather samples of Earth's oldest glacial ice. And again, in this day and age, it's really hard to conceive of anybody traveling with anybody. It's not a proper protocol for social distancing. You know, you just you're not going anywhere. Stay at home. Don't dig into the ice flows, right? Uh, earlier this month, they published a paper on the preprint server BioRXIV. I'm sure you're a scientist. You know what that is. Detailing their discovery of 28 new virus groups in the 15,000-year-old ice. And warning... What? Yeah. And warning that climate change could free the ancient viruses into the modern world. Mm-hmm. So... Right away, I mean, we're seeing We're we're responding to the current Homegrown pandemic Uh, Not so hot, right? It's kind of caught us all flat-footed A little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. The team drilled 50 meters Or 164 feet Down into the glacier to obtain two Ice cores, which then underwent a Three-step decontamination protocol Smart, that's just smart After that, the researchers used Microbiology techniques to identify Microbes in the samples those techniques revealed 33 virus groups, including notably 28 ancient viruses that scientists had never seen before, guys. Wow! So
0: basically, a, it's just going to get worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, because you know things things are melting, and uh, uh, yeah,
2: it's coming from the ice. I mean, have you seen the thing? I mean,
1: the uh, oh yeah, the thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And 28 ancient viruses, that's 28 too many, if you ask me. That's quite a lot. Yeah. You know, heck, one will do, all right? We're, we're fine mm-hmm. with just the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this study establishes ultra-clean microbial and viral sampling procedures for glacier ice, which complements prior in silico decontamination methods and expands for the first time the clean procedure to viruses, the team wrote. That does sound like the team's writing. A little little heavy on the science, scientists. As the team pointed out in their paper, climate change now threatens both our ability to exhaustively catalog those tiny life forms, which again, kind of pretty nerdy on the nerdy side, as well as our ability to stay safe from dangerous ones. At a minimum, ice melt could lead to the loss of microbial and viral archives that could be diagnostic and informative of past Earth climate regimes, they wrote. However, in worst case scenario, this ice melt could release pathogens into the environment. Thoughts?
0: So close to home. <laughs> yeah. I feel, like, I feel like we're barely dealing with one. If there's 28 more to come that yeah. we have no idea about. Uh yeah. it's gonna be a shit show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
2: was, was all thirty-three found at fifteen meters depth, or spread throughout? I mean, was there a concentration Ooh. of
1: it? Doesn't like,
2: where they were found.
1: Or? It doesn't specify where exactly within the cores, but I mean, one would guess that it's spread out and about. I guess. I mean, unless there was an age of viruses that. Was upon the earth at some point, which is possible. I mean, possible. Di- dinosaurs roamed the oh. earth. Why couldn't viri? Is it viri or viruses? <laughs> <laughs> Virus Viri. Oh, all right. All right. I, I,
2: I have not heard of vir- viri so <laughs> ever. You've not Until heard of viri
0: either. <laughs> no.
1: No. So. In a perfect world, let's assume that there are going to be at least a couple of these viruses thawed from the polar ice caps eventually because we're not doing anything to stop that from happening. That's just going to be happening. Uh, how many viruses would you like to see uh, plague the earth?
0: I would. You know what? Okay. Have you guys read that book? Um Dan Brown's book.
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh was it Inferno, Inferno. Inferno,
0: right? Dan Brown um, brings
1: you Inferno.
0: So, <laughs> so I'm a, I'm I'm a believer that uh In Dan Brown. you know in not his, in Dan Brown. His skill with in lineage. the in the concept of that you know uh, <laughs> the human the Earth is facing um, an overpopulation of the human species problem. Okay, and uh, and sure, like why not? Like a innocuous innocuous virus that kind of randomly controls population is cool. Like it's not causing death. It's just (laughs) putting like
1: a... Isn't it though? I mean, isn't that part of... Doesn't that come with the...
0: No, I think it was like it it um it it left like a third of the population sterile so they couldn't um, reproduce. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Okay. So you're cool with with the sterility aspect.
0: Yeah, I mean like okay, I don't Just know. You clearly, don't
1: want bodies unpo- piling up.
0: Clearly unpopular opinion. Um, <laughs> but
2: have, you, have you seen by the way Utopia?
1: <laughs> um The
0: uh, animated Zootopia? Oh, no. Utopia. Oh,
1: uh, no, only Zootopia, sorry. I like those guys.
0: Right. And Zootopia
2: too. Zootopia's yeah. good, right? I Hard don't recommend. even know what that is. No.
1: <laughs> Look, animated fox, animated rabbit. Can these two get along? Sure. Can they live together? Yeah, oh, they certainly yes. can. Sure. Zootopia, check it out. Or don't. No, it's fine. You're fine. You're fine. Anyway, what's Utopia?
2: Ch- channel 4 just watch it just find it and watch it you joke.
1: okay have i'm you, writing it yeah. down are you familiar with fruitopia it's a tasty beverage from the mid-1990s uh <laughs> making big promises fruitopia, did it also re- fruit-
0: did it also render people sterile?
1: <laughs> um, uh, well uh, well perhaps I am,
0: it depends on how how much how much they have
1: I'm currently childless so it's really I don't know, <laughs> Jury's still out, I guess. Uh could be. Mm. Uh Catherine, how many people do you want to see die from the We got Typhoid Trishman over here. She's cool as long as people's balls shrivel up and and the business stops working. She's fine with that. Uh she's she's cool to walk around with one of those long beak nosed plague masks and uh just meander about the, the Yeah, I plebs. mean like
0: uh, yeah.
1: Um, Catherine, what kind of world would you like to see? How many, how many plagues?
2: Uh, ideally none. Sure. Sure. Uh, minus figures on that. Um, but what I would like is a, I don't know, maybe a different economic outlook. Hmm.
1: You want jobs for what I want is like
2: Star Trek.
1: What does that mean? I mean, we all, we all want it like Star Trek, right?
2: Yeah, but they have like a completely different economic basis for um, how the Earth is run. It's not capitalism. It's not. Oh,
1: yeah. we're post-capitalism, and we're all. Oh yeah. Is it is it all one? My, my knowledge is good and all that. Okay, all right. Mm, and so we
2: everybody working together.
1: You would have us journeying outwards, right? Like go explore the stars. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, that that as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All Prime that. directive, and. Uh, hmm. Kobayashi Maru, right? Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah, I do. (laughs) Who's your captain, by the way? Are you a Picard gal or a Kate Mulgrew, or you go old school Shatner? Who's who's ship do you want to be Shatner. Shatner? Okay, well, he's all hands. I hope you know. I I hope you're aware. He's
0: (laughs) that's why. That's why.
1: Yeah, I figured. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Catherine, we've got your number on this program. It's a
0: little, <laughs> little hand action once in a while.
1: <laughs> All right. Um,
2: oh, finally.
1: So we've got a lot of a lot of plagues coming. Good news for us, <laughs> Catherine Sherlock. What is our next uh, topic for the evening? File under
2: snooze dossier type: Horseman of the Apocalypse. Pestilence and otherwise.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's the same one. You're exactly right.
2: <laughs> Confused
0: face.
1: This is a, a plague edition <laughs> of the snooze. Special emergency news snooze that you the needed news, to know. News crew, right? Yeah. Mm. So coming to you, Dateline, sometime in February of this year, from the Guardian, courtesy of the Guardian. By Esther Adley reporting, Mass Grave shows how Black Death devastated the countryside. Oh my God. Ooh. Grave in Lincolnshire dates to medieval pandemic of 1348 and reveals rural plague catastrophe. Uh, a mass grave containing the remains of dozens of victims of the Black Death offers chilling new evidence of the speed and scale of the devastation the plague brought to rural England, according to archaeologists. The grave, discovered in a remote corner of rural Lincolnshire, has been dated to the 14th century, almost certainly to the earliest and deadliest medieval outbreak of the disease in 1348 and 49. We all recall, of course. Uh, Mm -hmm. It contained the bodies of at least 48 men, women, and children who were laid in a sandy pit within days of each other. DNA tests on the bodies found the plague pathogen, confirming how they died. About half the population of England was wiped out within 18 months by the 48-49 pandemic. Perhaps surprisingly, however, direct archaeological evidence for the Black Death is extremely rare, according to Hugh Wilmot, Senior Lecturer in European Historical Archaeology at the University of Sheffield, who led the excavation. While a small number of plague mass graves have been excavated in London, he said, nothing comparable has ever been found in a rural context, making this a discovery of national importance. Analysis of the find made in 2013, way snoozy, has been published for the first time in Antiquity, which is, I'm assuming, a a publication of a magazine or something like this. One of the assumptions in the past has been that perhaps you get mass graves in towns where you have a higher density of people. Whereas in villages, people were being buried as normal in the parish churchyards in Wilmot. But actually what this suggests is that this was a rural community that couldn't cope. And when the black death arrived, the normal system for doing things broke down. And then it goes on from there. I'm sure it's all key information, but we'll skip it for right now. Um, yeah. Black death. One of the nastier uh, plagues, right? I mean, it's called the black death. It's great marketing was that on behalf a, was of that a, nature.
2: Was that a virus too? No, it's a bacterium.
1: Oh. And so the difference between bacteria and uh, viri is what? Let's pretend that uh. I'm, I, I have no knowledge of how any of these things actually work. Let's just pretend, right? Explain it to me. How, how does it work? Trish uh. don't jump in too quickly. <laughs>
0: Matt, you know, like I have a general idea, but I feel I should defer to Catherine on this one. <laughs> Do you no, know? honestly, <laughs> I like
2: it's been decades since I've learned this stuff. Yeah, I actually can't recall. Um,
1: this ravaged I mean, your people, Catherine, uh, once upon a size time.
2: And like
0: replication, I feel like it's the replication. Yeah, like, um, bacteria will like just generally replicate wherever, but like viruses will like use some of your cellular material to replicate.
1: Okay. Something
0: like that. Um, but I feel like there might be like other variations around this also.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to trust your instincts there,
0: but there is a very big difference in how you treat a bacteria versus a virus.
1: So, okay, so one of them you have to use reverse psychology and then another one you have to be more (laughs) aggressive and in their face, right? Like tough love? Right, something like that. Yeah, stay out of prison.
0: And then there's some good bacteria, but I don't know if there's some good viri.
1: Uh, Yogurt is a good bacteria, right? Depending on the flavor. We
2: actually have viral DNA sort of intertwined with our own.
1: Really? We're all carriers? Yeah,
2: it's just... Well, it's just, you know, uh, we've picked these things up over the
0: millennia.
1: Meanwhile, bubonic plague, you know about the buboes, right, Trishma? The buboes? I mean, I
0: heard about them.
1: Yeah, they're like large uh, nodes. (laughs) Yeah. People are talking. It's out there. (laughs) But the buboes... Sorry. No, it's cool. I've got nothing...
0: No, I just did a, a quick uh, fact check on us, on our cells. Okay,
1: great. Oh, um, Real time fact and checking, I love it. Right?
0: And in general, I think we got it, li- got it right. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. I think so. But <laughs> viruses are smaller uh, and, and they, they attach them, yeah, to, yeah. as you say, other living cells and yeah. uh, use that genetic material to reproduce themselves, whereas okay. bacteria are self replicating. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: And okay. viruses can infect bacteria too.
1: Really? Mm. Oh, mm. viruses! See, this is why they're real naughty. Those are the real naughty viruses. Damn! Unbelievable. <laughs> and we haven't even <laughs> no,
0: gone nauseous. No, no standards, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Vi- a virus doesn't care. They don't. They don't care Does, who they're infecting. Yeah.
0: They just need. They just need a a host. Do you mean kind. a phage?
1: <laughs> What's it, what? A
0: bacteriophage. Oh, I thought you said a yeah. massage. <laughs> or phage. We, we all need a massage. Phy- a bacteriophage are viruses yeah. that infect bacteria. Yeah, exactly.
1: Wow. You guys whatever I mean, the education that you guys have uh Clearly, we had scraped to look together this up. well worth it. I mean, you just saved the day <laughs> Been a while, on, that, on that story. You just bailed the guardian out there. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Those are facts, folks. You can take them to the bank. They looked it up yep. in real time. Yep, yep. Which is a scary precedent to set for this type of show, but we'll allow <laughs> it. Because it's a special edition, right? It's just,
0: hey, this is a free form. This, our show is free form. Exactly. Oh, it Speak, is uh, what it is.
1: Speaking of free form, let's take a little detour from the snooze. We have one more snooze item left, but first things first, we've got something that some people call... <clears throat> Hot takes, right? And we call oh, them... Oh, News Hot Takes or Shrishman Nike Hot Takes, but basically we call them Hot Snakes. Hot Snakes. Hot Snakes. Let's do a theme. Let's cue hot the theme snakes. song right now. Cue it. Go. Hot snakes fall hot snakes fall Shrishman's got herself some real hot snakes. Hot, snakes. hot snakes. Ooh, what a great theme song that was. Sounds good. Um,
0: I love it. You're so creative, Justin.
1: Oh, Thanks so much, Shrishma. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, I really got to make a note to get a theme song for this. Okay. So, uh, Shrishma, what, do you, what have you got for us? What kind of hot snakes are you going to be dishing out for us to uh, wrestle over?
0: Oh, man. I kind of lost my hot snake sheet. And I was looking.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you're keeping a sheet, though. This is important to do. I had one. To yeah.
0: I had one hot snake sheet.
1: Freeform, Trishma
0: (laughs) Freeform We
1: do what we want We do what we want It's our show Okay, just give
0: me like five minutes Talk amongst you
1: (laughs) Five minutes It's no big deal Where did it
0: go? You're in a one bedroom apartment
1: Where could it have gone?
0: I don't know I'm sure I threw it away (laughs) somewhere There's a lot of paper paper going on right now A
1: lot of paper Fuck, what were my hot snakes? (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is not something you expect to hear
1: alright well Shishma look if you can't find the old paper find a new piece of paper and start keeping your hot snakes yeah and
0: I'm starting I'm starting
1: I didn't do any shipping news today for Catherine to read uh, so oh, I mean we're, okay, just wait we're down it. the segment okay.
0: we'll, we'll come back to it it's here we'll
1: come back okay. to it okay alright so Catherine what's our final snooze topic for the evening if you please
2: what a surprise hilanda snooze dossiertype course Horsemen of the apocalypse pestilence and otherwise
1: all right you guys to finish it up for this evening um, this is from londonist.com Dateline uh, this says last adi- can
0: I make a comment on this name of this publication
1: Trishman, you had you had your shot no no I <laughs> <laughs> You're not bringing any snakes not to the show. <laughs> You're out. No, no, no. What Londonist? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is a Londonist? Uh, you know, it seems like a clever name for like those about town in London. You know, like I'm a Londonist. Yeah, I go out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this okay. is a, this is a, a news source you can trust for your snooze. Uh, mm-hmm. by Lawrence scales and it was last edited 34 months ago for whatever. So, what, wow. so, yeah, I mean, you do the math on that. I can't be bothered. The huge shit pump beneath big Ben. That's just the title of your article, folks. The great stink of 1858, which brought the nation's legislature to a standstill as one of the tumultuous moments in London history. Uh, are you familiar with the great stink, Catherine? The
2: great, I think you're, this you're shut down, much uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What well, is it's basically the, the sanitation, it just got to a point where it was unbearable,
1: right? But the sewers were built, and that was the end of it, right? We have opened the drains and uncovered another stygian ferment which literally moved the foundations of parliament in 1886. This guy, Lawrence Scales, clever. In the middle of a debate on Irish affairs on 27th of May, 1886, Mr. E. Ryder Cook, member for West Ham North, felt compelled to interrupt. I do not rise to take part in the discussion upon the amendment before the committee, but to call attention to the abominable atmosphere in which we are sitting. It seems to me that the air of this house is not only disagreeable, but that we are really sitting here at the risk of our, our lives." Unless something can be done and that immediately to remedy the evil, we ought out of respect for ourselves and respect for our wives and children to report progress and adjourn the house until such time as we can have an atmosphere in which it is proper for us to sit. Great point, right? I mean, there's, there's no need for it to be, uh-huh. uh, you know, septic legislation. Who wants it, right? Most people know that a great stink arose in 1858. In fact, there had been recurring outbreaks of waterborne cholera from 1832. The government was impassive. Classic government, right? Finally, Parliament was suspended due to an overpowering smell of sewage. On 11th of June, 1858, the Parliamentary Record stated that honorable gentlemen sitting in the committee rooms and in the library were utterly unable to remain there in consequence of the stench which arose from the river. Filthy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In short order, after years of dithering over costs, Sir Joseph gets <laughs> <laughs> Hot snakes, what's going on over in your corner of the video chat? Your video has paused.
0: Yeah, it's been paused for a while now. I mean, what's occurring? <laughs>
1: You can only no, assume shenanigans. I was trying
0: to find my hot snake <laughs> thing but I couldn't find it. Oh, ho. And then I was trying to uh-huh. come up uh-huh. And then I was trying to come up with one.
1: <laughs> How's it going? You got anything for us?
0: I'm working on it.
1: All right. Yeah, okay. We'll come back to you. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> The, un- uninter- um, pff, sorry. the uninterrupted flow of ordure from human bottom to valley bottom in the years since the advent of the water closet and the abandonment of cesspits wrought horrible consequences. Sewage turned the turbid Thames in excremental ochre. Ugh. I mean, well stated, of course. I mean, nicely put, but disgusting in, in concept. Hot weather in 1858 reduced the flow and led to it beaching its burden of turds. <laughs>
2: eh. Oh, God.
1: Uh, the air became heavy with the hum of, a, of sun-baked feces. <laughs> Engineer Basil Gett knew the only way was Essex. All the elementary waste.
2: Ha <laughs> The any waste
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you enjoyed that?
2: <clears throat> well, it's
1: a television program. Oh, uh, okay. All the elementary waste was intercepted in colossal conduits and piped out to the east of London. Sewers were incorporated into new Thames embankments on both sides of the river. The area, now called Beckton became the capital's new back passage on the north side of the Thames. The sewers under the embankments were situated as low as possible to catch the sewage heading riverwards, but not below the level of the Thames, which would make the work too challenging. Uh, There was only one problem. Right on the banks of the Thames where the embankment should have gone were the new Houses of Parliament. Only just rebuilt after a catastrophic fire in 1834, the sanitary fixtures of the Houses of Parliament were designed to dump their contents according to pre-1858 practice.
0: Because they're always full of shit.
1: Straight into the river. Uh-huh. Bam! Take that, politics. <laughs> but perhaps a connection to the new sewers could be fudged? Oh, come on, Lawrence. I expect expected more from you. If... the. <laughs> If the members flushed, like <laughs> <laughs> if the members flushed sufficiently often, the foul water level would rise, and the flow would be forceful enough to purge the parliamentary sump and void its contents into Basilget's broadband sewage superhighway. It looked as if it might work, but if the members peed too little or failed to flush, then a fetid and stagnant, stagnant pool would form beneath the Palace of Westminster and with a weak current, it might even catch some surplus stools cast aside by the torrent in the vast trunk sewer passing by. Uh, various adjustments were made over the years. The great Westminster clock tower was even turned into the nation's most exalted stink pipe, and in 1882, Dr. John Percy, physician, metallurgist, and superintendent of parliamentary ventilation, which I guess that's a, that's a title. That's a, that's a career, you kids out there. Um, he optimistically reported, no sewer gas can by any possibility escape from the drains connected with the house, as the gas is effectively exhausted from that drain by a furnace at the bottom of the clock tower and ascends to the top of the tower where it passes into the atmosphere. Um shocking shocking science and engineering there i mean this is a long article we'll, we'll leave it there um
0: <laughs> is it basically about how uh, there was a lot of shit in the river once and uh yeah
1: okay this was the time of they were of trying of to investigate cholera. why yeah this is when we figure out this is when we figure out bacteria it's called is cholera a bacteria or a virus put you put you on the spot internet kids do we know
0: Cholera is a bacteria. Is
1: a bacteria. Okay. So it may, cholera itself might be, uh, suffering from viral (laughs) infections. Fact Uh.
0: check myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so at this point, we, they, they were trying to figure it out, right? They were mapping where all of these cholera cases were and saw that, hey, all of our, our pee pee and doo doo is flowing to this one spot. I mean, we all just keep just going, having a go in the river. And uh, maybe we ought not do that, right? And so some some clever fellow was like, hey, maybe we should just stay away from our shit and we'll be healthier. It'll be a better type of life, right? Something along those lines.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you say so. And thus, <laughs> that starts a, so, a sort of, uh, Veering towards a pastoral uh, recreation type, you know, get away from the big city, right? Let's go out to the country where there's not clouds of uh, shit stink all over shit the place. Storms. Right. Wow. And uh, we can go out and play cricket and wear white clothing so we can make sure that we're not getting flex of uh, duty on us and we will be healthier, right? Something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, Catherine, it's your country. I, I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, man. Oh, shit, don't stink. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Not thanks to the pumps, right? <laughs> Who knew? So how did
0: they clean that up? How did they clean it all up? Is I that think they, in the they
1: built sewers, right? Isn't that the the end result? Oh, Is that like, yeah. listen, we can't just have this. Cool
2: like proper system. treatment centers and so on and yeah. so forth. It's like, there's no effluent directly going into the river.
1: Right. But Unless uh,
2: you're on a houseboat.
1: Oh, in which case, that's the only way to do it, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I looked at that once living on a houseboat did a little you little bit. you
0: were yeah I did yeah. wait where was this houseboat
2: um. uh, it was actually on the uh, the river Medway and it was uh, moored on the Strood side of the river and you had a beautiful view over the castle and cathedral of Rochester.
1: lovely was it a good Which life is where I was living yeah okay. living at the time was it did yeah. they make Rochester, it worth
2: England? No, no, no! I yes, yeah.
1: Rochester, Michigan. Of,
2: what else? Yeah. What else? Of I course, I <laughs> many. Although Rochester. I have to say, I have visited Rochester, New York State.
1: Okay. Um, oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't buy it. I I thought very long and hard about actually purchasing it. It was an amazing boat, but yeah, one of the things was the fact that you had to wait until high tide to kind of empty the septic tank oh.
1: directly to the mm. river. Yeah, and it's too much thought. Like, I just, I like the, give me a button to push when I, when I'm right there and be done with it. I mean, you don't want to be lingering and like checking your watch and planning your day around when the tides going to allow yeah. you to evacuate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Shrishma, what's up with those hot, hot snakes? Did okay. you find Okay, I,
0: I I have found my hot takes. Uh, hot
1: snakes, love hot snakes, follow. Shrishma's got herself some real hot snakes, hot snakes.
0: But I realized that one I really want to do is not a hot take, but I could be potentially quite funny. <laughs> and... <laughs> so you just, what? this is just... Uh, okay, 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 okay. Can I just ask a question? What defines a hot take? What is this thing Something, okay So one of the normal ones I had Was to do around food, right And then um, So yesterday I was watching this movie And uh, this movie was called Uncorked Okay Uncorked, like a cork of a bottle of a wine bottle Sure, yeah, yeah And um, This is like a very basic one But to me All wine tastes the same
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I mean.
0: Okay. Unless that's kind of, that can be a hot take under in in wine enthusiast circles.
1: This is good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> great point. I mean.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's just something controversial. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, yes. Exactly. It stokes the fires of conversation. Okay. It's what drives but, all okay. talk radio. Yeah. yeah. But
0: what I was having difficulty w- with was uh, coming up with one that all of us would have like an opinion on. Well, I like. I had st-
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just Sorry. I like. I like this wine one. I'm with you. Yeah. I think it is. Okay. It is. It's uh, blisteringly hot. I mean, it is controversial because you're right. There, there are snobs in the world, and this is
0: what's. You know, there's a whole like course you can take, and you can become a sommelier.
1: Sommelier, yeah. Oh, sommelier.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all you do is like taste like. Tell people which wine to drink.
1: The contempt with which you said the word sommelier <laughs> comes, comes through loud and clear. <laughs> wow. Sommelier. <laughs>
0: like, get, get, go somewhere with your, your wine. Like, just give me a bottle of wine. Like, I'll drink it right out of the bottle. But, it does not make any difference to me.
1: And you like wine, right? <laughs>
0: I love wine yes yeah,
1: so you're not but knocking all, wine itself as a no, concept you're just saying
0: no, it's just the um, the arts of wine is lost on you don't me.
1: you don't care about the tannin <laughs> content or the uh, the the trace bouquet of uh, dark chocolate and uh,
0: apparently it's very important distinction uh, there's an important distinction between old wine and new wine
1: <laughs> as well, yeah, okay. So, are you talking about like it was a very good year, that type of thing? Like, oh, a Beaujolais, know. you know, Beaujolais 52. Like, this is great. I didn't this go into great. the
0: detail of it. <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs> That's how much contempt you hold for this entire conceit.
0: Like, this whole movie was about um, this man um, trying to become a sommelier.
1: And um, there it is again. It, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear it, Catherine? She hates. Th- she I, I hates did. these people. She hates this trade. Just give me
0: some wine. Like the thing is, like they they sat and learned about like um, each different vineyard in each different country. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like, do they keep ta- like? So what does it take for your wine to get into the, these kind of circles? And then if taste is pers- if taste is a matter of perspective, who the
1: fuck? <laughs> like who decides? <laughs> Well, I mean, if like, you, you can, you tell the difference between a wine that you like and one that you don't like. Like, just but a, still very, drink it, even if it's bad.
0: Yes, it's alcohol. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I mean, can, are you capable of liking one wine over another wine? Possibly, okay. but I
0: don't think I've ever had the same wine twice. <laughs>
2: You you definitely had opinions oh. on Bollywood, Night, no,
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. But you
2: were definitely like. Oh, this one's better than the first one. Yeah, okay, so, that's
0: true. Okay, I In would, say, I, I would say you're dissing yourself here because you fair. have opinions. Fair. But those were like back-to-back. Back. Like if you gave me three back-to-back, yeah. back, I can say one is better than two is better than three.
1: They're all going to get better the more you drink is what it comes <laughs> down to. Number three is always better than number one. Always oh, going to be better. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's always the best. But
0: I can't say like this is better than the one I drank three weeks ago.
1: Now, okay, so... Sherlock, you're part of some kind of wine ranking scenario, is that right? I mean, you had yeah. s- you, you had some pissing contest with Anamoly about like what number ra- ranking you are. What? Explain this for for us. Yeah,
2: I'm higher than she is. I just like to point that out.
0: In Iceland
1: <laughs> you- <laughs> What is the ranking you are though?
0: Our go-to wine, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you've gone down a notch in Trishma's eyes because you're yeah, a borderline yeah, I'm pretty sommelier. much
2: like, yeah, I like this. No, I don't like this.
1: So that's all I've got. That, you don't need much more than that, as far as I'm concerned, for anything. I mean, that's true. This is just that's better true. than but this.
2: If I, if I don't like it, I won't drink it.
1: <laughs> that's great. That's a good philosophy. That's solid. No, that's what brought you I'll up to number 72 it. in the charts or whatever uh, yeah. you are, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you're coming out firmly anti. Wine culture. Sommelier.
2: Well, I I think that's it. It's drinking and
0: tasting. It's yeah, different. Two different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. understand. So you're a drinker. Okay. I'm definitely a drinker.
1: Okay. All right.
0: I'm a drinker of the wine. I don't think I'll ever be one to appreciate the subtle differences that wine um, may have, mm-hmm. apart from mm-hmm. the white and red of it. Um, and
1: even then If I blindfolded you and gave you a red and a white Would you really know?
0: No, just maybe because the white might be colder You know, it's always <laughs> cold, must be white
1: <laughs> Tastes like card- what about the cardboard bubbles? box
0: What about the bubbly ones? Yeah oh, Bubbly ones also, maybe
1: Oh yeah, those are oh. good a yeah, yeah. That's
0: a curveball, Catherine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: So, okay. okay, so that's your hot snake Catherine, where do you stand on this? Just final opinion Are you with her or are you on the other side of this Snake
2: No I think I'm a t- taster
1: You're a taster not a drinker I know that to yeah. not be true For, for real life
2: <laughs> no, no, no 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 But I, obviously I will drink it But <laughs> I would appreciate what I'm drinking Therefore I have oh, okay. taste it I, okay, am, okay.
1: I
0: am flexible
1: Okay Okay <laughs>
0: Not as flexible as just like Sheep drinking anything. We used to drink wine out of the box, like
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, some Franzia, three fingers of white zin, right? <laughs> that was good. It's got th- a th- spigot. Like <laughs> the best wine comes from a box with spigot, and so
0: we wouldn't even put it in the glass. We just open it into our mouth directly.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. You love wine,
0: the though That was a good. That was a good life. must say.
1: Wow, that was. I mean, I'm I'm on fire over here. That was such a hot snake. That was good. That Somebody open a window, who, right?
0: Who knew? Who knew?
1: So in conclusion, I guess, just for everybody's awareness, we'll put this show out first so we can acknowledge the pandemic and the terrible loss of life. You know, tragedy. Tragic, of course. Our hearts go out to all of you. And... Uh, in the meantime and then after that we've got some shows that we already had in the, in the can so if we're not referencing the pandemic that's because it hasn't hadn't really been happening yet and yeah. so we're not insensitive we're just ignorant which is the way you <laughs> want to be right uh, yeah. also Trishma do you want to plug your new the pilot for your show yeah guys, us, just uh, uh, uh,
0: there's a new show that Um, Justin and Catherine were so kind To indulge me in um, Coming out soon It's Bore for Bollywood Yeah Um,
2: I convinced these guys to watch
0: (laughs) (laughs) I convinced these guys To watch a movie with me Um, And then we're going to talk about it. And um, they agreed to do this again. So maybe we'll have uh, an April edition
1: also soon. It was Uh, a great time.
0: That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A legit culture exchange happening there. So broaden your horizons.
0: Right. Build the bridges, guys. Build the
1: bridges. That's what we're doing here is building bridges. Um, It's all one love, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you can look out for that. Uh, we've also got again, we'll plug it. Pyramid Scheme with Tom and Justin talked about it a few Yay. times. It is, it has been recorded, episode one, so you will be hearing it. It's not just a bunch of bluster from this end uh, Per you. So you're gonna look out for that, and then we got more snooze coming up too. So look out for that. People at home, stay inside. Don't talk to anybody. Uh, uh-huh. if, if you are, if you're living with somebody, stay in the other room. Do not even acknowledge them. <laughs> Uh, this this is just safe a social distance protocol, and uh, if you want to reach out to us, info at thesorapod dot com. And uh, until next time, Catherine Sherlock, thank you so much for uh, well, thank you joining us on the video conference. Nike, same to you. Really thank proud of you. you. Those hot snakes thank you, again. Dizzy. Wow, cool We'll do down. better next time. No, guys. they were, we're great. We're gonna
0: we're gonna we're gonna come hotter.
1: blistering blistering uh,
0: blistering scorching yeah
1: and until next time this has been the news between news the news that was it's has been this news. the end